Welcome to the Laser Therapy Institute weekly podcast, the world's first podcast about medical laser therapy for healthcare providers. Each week, we discuss the latest research, interviews with experts, and how laser therapy can enhance your practice. Now, here is the founder of LTI and your host, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Thanks for joining us today. We are the Laser Therapy Institute podcast, and today we're going to be talking about tendon repair with light. So this is a pretty pretty interesting, pretty deep subject mm-hmm. that we're going to be going into. Um, we're going to get a little bit technical today. This is the provider-focused podcast. Um, if you're a patient, please do listen along. Really, this stuff is not that complicated. There's just a lot of big words, yeah. but we're going to break it down into some understandable concepts is what we're, we're going to do with this. And, and I'd say most providers, too. I mean, how often do we get into, you know, like... TGF beta and all the different cytokines and markers that have to do with repair, you know, that really doesn't affect you on a day-to-day basis. We're still going to go through some of that um, because I think it's important to understand kind of what happens at the cellular mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to get into today. How does laser really work when it comes to tendon repair, tendon injuries? And and if you're using this for your patients, what do they need to be looking at? What do they need to be expecting? What kind of protocols and procedures should you be following as a laser therapy provider? You know, all of this is very important. It's all stuff we're going to cover today. If you want to know a lot more about tendon injuries, you need to get our new sports med course. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Brand new course we just launched, and it covers, uh, I think, 19 different protocols. Mm -hmm. Um, There's uh, four or five custom settings that come along with that course as well. It's all online. You can sign up and start it today just by going to our website, lasertherapyinstitute.org. You can click on the training or the resources button there. You can go to the store. There's a couple of different places you can find the course. And you could go ahead, sign up for it, and get started right away so you can learn more about sports injuries, including tendon injuries for sure. Tendon injuries are one of the biggest sports injuries out there. They're very common. Very, very common. common. Yep. And even outside of the sports realm, you know, uh, degeneration and, and mm-hmm. uh, you know change over time, uh, mm-hmm. personal injury work, you know, all those include tendon injuries as, as I mean, a big component. So it's, it's mm-hmm. good to know how to work with those injuries. Yeah. If you're new with us here, my name is Dr. Jason Roundtree. I'm a chiropractor and a certified medical laser safety officer. I'm also the founder of LTI and Christy is joining me. Christy is a certified laser tech and also certified awesome person because she develops a lot of our <laughs> online course development, uh, puts really all of it into a format that is usable. Um, our courses are, thanks to Christy, very engaging, um, uh, very easy to follow along with. Uh, the, the whole thing's just been awesome. It's almost like uh, she's a professional or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that. But it all it's a teamwork thing. We take the knowledge from Dr. Roundtree, all the, the hard work and research he does, and we, we put it out there so that others can benefit. So it's a good collaborative effort. Well, thank you. So. That is the goal. We want everybody to be able to benefit from laser therapy. Laser therapy is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's an incredible tool, but you do have to know what you're doing with it. Right. If you don't know what you're doing with it, you're not going to do the patient the service that you should, um, and it's not going to be successful in your practice, and you should be successful with laser. It's not that hard to be successful with laser therapy. You just need a little bit of knowledge. You need the right settings. You need the right protocols, and then you're off and running. Patients are getting better left and right. Everybody's talking. It's it's really exciting. Well, it's it's such a great non-invasive modality it it just works yeah in the right way yeah when you know how to do it right yeah so good it's it's exciting it is it is exciting 
Okay, so all of our courses, all of our protocols, all of our settings are based around uh, what we see in the research. Of course, supplemented by what we see in clinic as well. Um, you know, just years and years now of, of clinical experience, hundreds of thousands of, uh, of patient visits across the years and across different practitioners. Mm -hmm. So um, we're going to research today. We're gonna to be looking at a study um, that was published in uh, February of this year, February of 22. And I love all the new research. Oh, yeah. I just love it. So. I mean, I, I was just telling you, I was looking at mm -hmm. a study that just came out this month, like a week ago. I'm excited um, about that. And too. it's it's mm -hmm. just thrilling. We have hundreds of studies being put out every year on laser therapy now. So yeah. this is one of those. Yep. Uh, the title is The Functions and Mechanisms of Low-Level Laser Therapy in Tendon Repair. This is a systematic review. Mm -hmm. It was published in Frontiers in Physiology, and it's just a really great breakdown and summary of how laser therapy works when it comes to tendon injuries. So let's talk about tendon damage first. They say that uh, in recent years, researchers report that the prevalence of tendon injuries continues to rise, with young people being the most vulnerable group, and rotator cuff muscles and the Achilles tendon being the most common sites of injury. So, mm -hmm. lot of lot of sports injuries there right. for sure when it comes right. to the younger folks, um, falls and things like that as well. Though you know, um, just as as younger adults, but do keep in mind that rotator cuff muscle tendons and Achilles tendons are very common injuries in older people too. So it's mm -hmm. not just a young person issue. Mm -hmm. They say that it's generally thought that the primary cause of tendon injury is overuse, which not only alters the tendon structure but also causes many negative reactions such as tendon swelling, irregular collagen arrangement, and an increase in pathological molecules. So a lot of times we'll think of a, a tendon tear as like something that happens really suddenly. So, you know, you, mm -hmm. you catch something that's too heavy and it rips the tendon. It, that's very uncommon, actually. The most common is this overuse injury that they're talking about where you use it and use it and use it, and over time it degenerates. It thins out. The collagen becomes less efficient. I'm a very... I'm very well versed in that. I, I have good history with that. So this is, is very good information because it does. I mean, it was over time and you knew it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And then and there's the tear. Mm -hmm. So, yep. but I don't want to do a spoiler alert, but it, it healed. Yep. Through laser, Somehow. With, with laser therapy. <laughs> with laser therapy. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. They, they go on a little bit here to describe a little more what's going on. They say that tendon injury is a series of muscular imbalances caused by muscle overstrain or poor treatment at the beginning of the disease. Mm -hmm. Overloading can lead to partial tearing of the tendon initially, and tendon tears are often accompanied by some inflammation and degeneration of the tendon. If not treated in a timely fashion, it will cause structural imbalance and tendon tears and other consequences. It is essentially an unsuccessful healing process, primarily because the inflammatory response destroys the probability of damage repair and is accompanied by several biological changes. So this is my pitch to say, don't just ignore the pain. Don't let the patient just see if it'll get better. If you're suspecting tendon involvement, you should be doing something about it sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. um, there's there's a, a, a growing, I think, movement out there to just ignore pain and um, pretend like it doesn't exist. And there are many cases where nonspecific pain um, can be worked through. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be working through pain at all or that, um, that we should not pursue some of the psychological uh, addressing of pain. 
But when you have actual tissue pathology, ignoring it is the best way to make sure it gets worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you got to do something. Right. You have to do something about it. Right. They go on to say that conservative treatments such as proper rest, NSAIDs, injections, cryotherapy, and physical therapy have been performed. The typical modalities are um, really not that useful, though. They say NSAIDs have been widely used in clinical practice, but due to their innumerable side effects and lack of therapeutic efficacy, they are no longer used as a preferred treatment modality. At present, the most respected method in non-surgical treatment is injection therapy, which includes PRP, stem cells, hyaluronic acid injections, and other injectables. Not not cortisone. We don't need cortisone in a tendon. That's that's a very, very bad idea. We know that cortisone will degenerate the tendon that much faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will help with the inflammation, yes, but you're, you're looking at probably degenerating and then tearing that tendon for sure mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, NSAIDs, we know they don't do anything on the repair side. If anything, they inhibit. Right. It's just a cover-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there are some good injection therapies out there. I won't pretend like the, the injection of PRP or stem cells um, can and cannot work. They, they absolutely can. Not every case is a good candidate for mm-hmm. a more invasive process like that, though, too. Right. So, um, you know, we, we need something before we get to the surgical side mm-hmm. or even the injection side, and, and that's where really laser therapy falls in, into play. We'll talk about that in a second. But yeah. Before we get really in, in more in-depth there, I want to go over the five phases of tendon repair, which they outline really nicely in this study, um, because there's these three different phases. Did I say five? You said five. Oh, my God. That's a lot. No, three. Three. Three phases. Three. Three phases of tendon rewind, repair. Rewind. Yep, just three. <laughs> um, and so let's, let's go over those real quick, because they kind of form the basis of what we're going to talk about with laser therapy. So the first phase is the inflammatory phase. Second is the cell proliferation phase. And then third is the tendon shaping phase. So the inflammatory phase occurs within 48 hours of tendon injury. First, blood clots fill the injured tissue. And then fibrin continues to attach to the damaged tissues as inflammation develops. The proliferative phase is mainly characterized by the formation of large amounts of granulation tissue, including the proliferation of fibroblasts, and the synthesis of type 3 collagen. The remodeling phase is characterized by a remodeling of the ECM, which is not only accompanied by a significant reduction or apoptosis of cells, but also by a reduction of the type 3 collagen and promotion of type 1 collagen synthesis. So that whole progression happens over just a few days to a week. Um, and it's each phase is fairly distinct and fairly different in terms of what's happening in that first phase. Really, you're talking about the immediate response, blood clotting, you know. In the second phase, you're talking about trying to form any kind of tissue you can to start to to fill the gap, so mm-hmm. to speak. And then in the third, the body goes, all right, now it's time to take all this tissue that we form, the granulation tissue, the scar tissue, this this more um, this less healthy, I would say, type three collagen and start to remodel all that into more healthy tissue so the tendon can recover. Do understand that tendons absolutely do this. They do heal. Um, we A lot of us, I think, are used to looking at, uh, at tendon problems as like, a, well, it's just going to be painful until it's not. There is an actual healing process that can take place. And, and if you want to do laser therapy, that's the best way to stimulate a faster healing process in the tissues. 
So let's look at the laser therapy actions uh, when it comes to the cellular level. They say that the mechanisms of laser therapy are mainly related to cytochrome C oxidase and its functions include the promotion of angiogenesis or new blood vessel creation, okay. the acceleration of cell proliferation, the promotion of metabolism, and the release of inflammatory factors. They say the short-term effect is that an irradiation or laser application lasting just a few seconds or a few minutes will upregulate the ATP content, ATP being cellular energy, right? Mm -hmm. The long-term effect is that the tendon repair process will be in a phase of cell proliferation after the prolonged laser exposure, which accelerates the proliferation of fibroblasts and then promotes the synthesis of collagen type 1 and 3. Remember, type 1 and 3 are important mm -hmm steps in the collagen production phase there. So type right. three collagen is produced in that second phase. Mm -hmm. And then the type one collagen is in the remodeling phase. It's really good collagen, right? But we need, we need the development of all of that. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the, the kind of underlying basis there, but we're gonna really, and you gotta stick with me here. We're gonna try and break down a little bit more exactly what is going on on that chemical level, on that mm -hmm. cellular level too, because everybody asks, well, how does it really work? Well, how does it really work? And, and nobody really always sticks with the description because the description does get a little hairy. We're talking mm -hmm. about a lot of the things that happen in the cell um, that that maybe we haven't uh, gone over since uh, you know some of our biology courses. Many years ago. A few years ago, <laughs> yes. More for some of us than for others. Yes. Some of us were better students than others. No. no. Uh, <laughs> yes. So let's go into the first phase. The inflammatory phase is the first phase of tendon repair. Mm -hmm. During the inflammatory phase of tendon repair, laser therapy primarily promotes angiogenesis or the creation of new blood vessels. Secondly, laser therapy can regulate the activity of the angiogenic factors. So it helps to promote it. It starts to work with the factors that actually fuel angiogenesis. And it also induces hypoxia. You know what hypoxia is? I know the word and I don't remember. That's fine. Hypoxia is a lack of oxygen. Okay. So mm -hmm. what happens as you laser the tissues, the, the cells produce more and more ATP very rapidly, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but that uses up the available oxygen in those tissues. Well, just like running. Yeah. You use up more oxygen. You use up you more need oxygen. more. Right? Yeah. You need more. Mm -hmm. But that short-term hypoxia or, or lack of oxygen in the tissues is a necessary condition for the formation of new blood vessels. Since the absorption of photons is accompanied by an increase in respiration rate, the amount of oxygen in the tissue drops sharply, thereby activating some of the factors that are critical. In this case, HIF1-alpha. Hypoxia also causes an increase in the number of growth factors. It accelerates the proliferation and differentiation of endothelial cells, increases vascular permeability. They say, therefore, to meet the requirements of cell oxygenation after the use of laser therapy, a series of pro-angiogenic factors, such as VEGF, increase and combine with other cell receptors. The process activates the newly created cells, which then generate new blood vessels. So there's a whole chain of events that happens, mm -hmm. all stimulated by getting laser therapy to those tissues. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, your body does a lot of this on its own. You know, right. it, it, these are the body's kind of natural processes. Mm -hmm. We're simply stimulating more of it by getting laser therapy in there. 
Well, and the inflammation, I mean, I think back, inflammation is, is necessary because it yes. protects things around it, right? Absolutely. Well, uh, it, it does. And inflammation in the early stages the is early stages protective is, from mm-hmm. allowing further damage to go on and, and mm-hmm. stimulating the initial repair mm-hmm. as well, which is really important. Um, if you don't have an inflammatory response to tissue injury, you don't heal. Yeah. The end. So we need this initial inflammatory phase. We do need to make sure that we move on to the second phase, which is the cell proliferation phase. Mm -hmm. So in this cell proliferation phase, it's accompanied by the formation of a large number of collagen fibers, which are closely related to collagen levels. Make sense? If you're gonna make collagen fibers, you need high collagen levels. Mm -hmm. It says laser therapy can primarily promote collagen synthesis by promoting fibroblast proliferation this will improve the ability of the tendon to heal. It goes on through some details that I won't make you suffer through right in this moment, but then they say that laser therapy can reduce TGF-beta content after tendon injury, thus reducing the probability of tendon fibrosis, or scarring, Mm -hmm. and a series of complications such as tendon tearing after surgery, while also directly promoting collagen synthesis. Therefore, laser therapy-treated muscles have not evidenced excessive scar formation during the repair process and have also shown a large number of regenerating muscle fibers. So we've been talking about tendon, Mm -hmm. but they're throwing in muscle here too because you can have a a tear at the musculotendinous junction. That's actually quite common also. Mm -hmm. So you're involving the tendon, you're involving muscle, and Mm -hmm. we know that when you do this healing process, this cell proliferation phase, this is where you'll start to build up some of the tissues that can become scar tissue. Mm-hmm. They're saying in laser therapy treated uh, tears, muscular tears, they don't see that scar tissue. They see regenerating muscle fibers rather than the buildup of fibrosis. Nice. They go on to say that laser therapy through the gene expression of MMP2 enhances its activity and improves the probability of combination with DDR collagen receptors, thereby minimizing the damage to the accumulation of collagen, promoting the synthesis of collagen and improving tendon healing. There's there's this constant back and forth to mm-hmm. keep things in balance in the body, right? Homeostasis. Mm-hmm. And so collagen production is offset by some of the inflammatory processes that have collagen destruction. And so you need to have that balanced out. In the case, in this cell proliferation phase, you need more collagen production. That's exactly what laser therapy uh, promotes by enhancing the gene expression of MMP2, which has a lot to do with then collagen production. Laser therapy, it says, can maximize the contents of type one and three collagen. Again, type one and three collagen, both very important on these on this repair process. Okay, we're almost there. Third phase now, third phase. Third phase, if you don't remember, is the tendon shaping phase. So laser therapy can effectively reduce the content of pro-inflammatory cytokines and also upregulate the mRNA expression of anti-inflammatory cytokines. After 48 hours, tendon injury enters the repair stages, right? We're talking about now we're in the third phase, during which laser therapy can decrease the expression of the NF-kappa-B gene, reduce the activity of COX-2, lower the number of inflammatory mediators and pro-inflammatory factors, and activate M2 macrophages, which release anti-inflammatory factors themselves, thus producing a total anti-inflammatory effect and promoting tendon repair. Also, laser therapy, especially at 660 nanometers or 870 nanometers, can significantly reduce the expression of TNF-alpha and IL-6 mRNA, which can significantly reduce the degree of tendon fibrosis and stiffness. 
So TNF alpha is tumor tumor necrosis factor alpha, and IL six is a is a cytokine inflammatory cytokine. If you don't have the the proper levels of those, um, if you have too much of those, then it promotes the formation of fibrosis rather than healthy tissue. And so that's what they're saying here. If we can use laser at 660 or 870 to reduce the expression of TNF alpha and IL six through messenger RNA. This will significantly reduce the amount of fibrosis and stiffness. It also maximizes the growth capacity of fibroblasts and improves contraction after tendon injury, thus improving the repairability of muscles. Think about this for a minute with me. If you have a tendon that tears and stretches, mm -hmm. is it longer or is it the same length? I Probably longer. A little bit longer, little yeah, bit longer. I would say. Which means that we need that to contract. Mm -hmm. You'll see this a lot in, um, in ligament injuries as well. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. In ligament injuries, uh, the tendon can stretch and, or I'm sorry, the ligament can tear and stretch mm -hmm. when it's injured. And then as the body repairs it, if it doesn't have a, a good enough level of, what they say here, contraction after mm -hmm. injury, mm -hmm. then now you have a laxity problem where that ligament allows mm -hmm. for too much mobility. Too much. Mm -hmm. You can have the same thing with a tendon. Mm -hmm. the, it, tendons are less sensitive to stretch injuries like that, but they still end up being dysfunctional if mm -hmm. they've been stretched beyond where they should be. The muscle can't really make up as much difference there as, as you'd think. Mm -hmm. And so getting that tendon to contract correctly should give you a better outcome and better function after, after the injury is completed, injury is done, being healed. It's just amazing to think about. Yeah, all that happens. All, <laughs> all that, that happens, happens within just the space of a couple of days after, yeah. after uh, you know, tendon injury there. Um, so, yeah, it, it is pretty good. So, um, we did mention surgery at one point, and I think it's important to note here that not every, not every tendon injury is non-surgical. Right? right? There are cases where you have mm -hmm. to have surgery to repair a tendon tear. That's, that's part of it. A lot of them don't, but mm -hmm. sometimes they do. So here's what the authors say that stand by, there we go. Use of laser is typically placed after surgical treatment. Um, so either during a surgery, once surgery is complete or post-op. So if you're doing laser therapy during surgery, then open tendon injuries can be treated with laser with about four joules per centimeter squared. That's putting the laser right on the actual injured tendon. For closed injuries, a laser in the range of 10 to 50 joules per centimeter squared should be used, much higher dose. Mm -hmm. If you're going through the skin, if you're going through the tissues, you need to use a much higher dose. Right. If you're right on the tissue that needs to be um, you know, lasered, then you can use a lower dose and do quite well. It's one of the interesting recommendations that they had here that I thought was mm -hmm. definitely worth bringing up. Yes. I have another one for you. Oh, good. <laughs> Something else they noted was that different frequency laser treatments have different effects on tendon repair. And that has to do with the rate at which you pulse the laser, right? Mm -hmm. The frequency, how fast the laser is flashing while it's, while it's being used. Mm -hmm. You can have continuous wave where it's just on all the time, mm -hmm. or you can have that pulse where it will actually flash. You know, And it's measured in hertz, so how many times a second does it flash? They say that it has been shown, uh, excuse me, that, uh, let me start at the beginning here. Different, laser, different frequency laser treatments have different effects on tendon repair, among which low frequency pulsed laser treatment 
has been shown to maximize the synthesis effect of type 1 protein, thus regulating, uh, regulating the generation of collagen fibers. So, um, you know, lower pulse frequencies would be better than higher pulse frequencies, as well as better than continuous wave laser, according to what they say here. Interesting. So there's a couple takeaways for you as far as your laser dosing. Mm -hmm. Laser dosing for tendon injuries should be between 10 and 50 joules per centimeter squared if you're going through the skin. Mm -hmm. If you are using it during surgery, after you're done doing the repair, four joules per centimeter squared is sufficient because you're right on the tissues. And they um, also have pulse settings. Pulse settings are gonna generally give you better tendon repair than continuous wave or uh, high pulse. Did they talk about frequency as far as how long and how often? No. Okay. No. Very little on on the actual wavelength as well. Mm -hmm. You know, we mentioned that 660 and 870 right. uh, can be used. Um, typically, we, we see studies that go, you know, somewhere in the 800 nanometers mm -hmm. all the way up through about 1100 nanometers. Mm -hmm. That effect right there, I mean, somewhere in there is probably going to be good. Okay. They do make the point to say that in clinical practice, there are still no specific treatment parameters or treatment protocols for the diverse array of tendon injuries. Hmm. And that's where I'd encourage you to connect with us. If you're mm -hmm. looking for protocols, this is exactly what we've been doing. We've been working on developing and using protocols with laser therapy for years, mm -hmm. thousands of patient cases. Mm -hmm. um, we've got the protocols you need for everything from ligament injury to tendon injury to vertebral disc i mean we've we've got it all already lined out for you we know they work you'll know they work you can start using them tomorrow in your practice it is it is that easy mm -hmm. go to the website info at lasertherapyinstitute.org is our email you can also get a hold of us that way just shoot us an email let us know what you're looking for or like i said go to the website you can start browsing through the sports medicine course is our newest course it is all online it can be started today You've got protocols, you've got settings, all of that's included. I think it's several hours of, of content on there, uh, video content you can go through, you can pull it back up later on. I mean, and then, and, yeah, we're here to help you with anything that, uh, that you're looking for that we've not been able to point out so far. So just shoot us an email, info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. Subscribe now to keep learning about the growing field of laser therapy. Check out our patient-focused podcast, Healing at the Speed of Light a great resource for your patients. For massive practice growth and improved patient outcomes, become a certified Laser Therapy Institute clinic. Learn how at lasertherapyinstitute.org.